Well, they were sitting around playing their magic cards. At least that's what I assume they do. And then someone went out and bought some microphones, and that's how they became the MTG Brew Crew. The MTG Brew Crew. The MTG Brew Crew. So we got a ton of shit to talk about. We got a whole bunch of historic. We had uh, historic anthologies four come out. We have the SEG satellites being historic based. So we are going to uh, be historic out here. So uh, opening toast. Been a couple weeks. I won the last Wheel of Fortune. Go me. So I get to pick the uh, the band word this week. You know what I'm going to pick? You know what I'm going to pick? I'm going to pick COVID. That's <laughs> our band word. <laughs> um, like all, yeah. all, all, all forms, right? All Corona, forms. yeah, yeah, yes. COVID-19. Yes. Just clarifying. Yes, COVID banned from the cast. I don't want to talk about any of that shit. I'm also, because of COVID, I'm going a little harder today. I, I have a <laughs> bullet bourbon ready to rock and roll. What a coincidence. No. Yeah, I was literally about to say, unfortunately, in that St. Patrick's uh, spirit, I didn't have any beers, but I did have some bourbon. I got my favorite cocktail. I got a chocolate old fashioned. Nice. Let's it's go. Old fashioned. Bullet, bur- bullet bourbon, agave nectar, and chocolate bitters. It's delicious. No fucking way. You're also drinking right. bullet. How funny is that? So, well, cheers to yeah, that. What a coincidence. I'm Got drinking a lemon water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about some uh, some historic. I, Information, I think, in general has been kind of hard to come by if you're just like completely disconnected from Twitter. Uh, the latest deck dump from uh, Watsy was all week old before the anthologies. Like, Boo. yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> like, 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 why even embarrass yourself with that? It's like, oh, yeah, we just like released all this stuff for historic. Here's every single old deck from <laughs> over a week ago. Didn't really understand that. So I kind of just cherry picked some uh, some deck lists that we can kind of go through. Um, tried to find as much of like an eclectic mix as I possibly could, um, out of, let's see, I found one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So 10 decks, uh, notable omissions from the 10 mythic lists that I was at least able to find. Uh, I didn't see anything with, uh, with mono white. I didn't see anything with gruel and I didn't see anything with Sultai ultimatum. So I thought that was, I mean, I guess we could even start there. I haven't seen much of those even in the ladder. Um, I know you've obviously been playing a bunch of historic, uh, Andrew, Joe, have have you been, I know you've been drafting a bunch, but have you been playing any historic? He's an elves player now. I'm an elves player. I'm, uh, I'm Andrew's protege. You can see me in the chat of his streams. Talking about music, rarely talking about magic, and where you know he's gonna get me to be the best historic uh, elves player I can be. I've never played elves in like other formats, but to my knowledge, you just play your stuff and then eventually attack. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, nice. I think <laughs> you got it already. That's, 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 <laughs> Master. <laughs> that's all I can teach you. So starting with even those three, because those were like a pretty significant thing in historic at one mono white, not so much that like kind of popped up as just like, I think a flavor of the week, but Sultai Ultimatum and Gruul, um, I think have been around in historic for, for quite a while. Um, I've been playing in, in 
latter, I have not seen much of either. Well, really, any of those three. Um, so I'm, I'm when just, you say mono white, sorry to cut you off, Gary. When you say mono white, huh? do you are you talking about like the life gain deck? So there's like the life gain version, and then there's just like the super aggro plan, right? Where it's just like uh, Thalia, uh, like to tax, and then like even uh, like Raydane or whatever the uh, the three mana one uh, is okay. from uh, from Kaldheim. Um, so I had seen that too. Um, Gruel was obviously like the boogeyman, and then just kind of disappeared. So I, I'm just curious what your guys' take is on why Gruel just kind of disappeared. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I've been playing a bunch, and I've also been wondering why I suddenly stopped playing against Gruel. It also doesn't really make sense to me because uh, Sultai, like like Arrow, was a good card against Gruel. At least I would like to think it was, and then. Like, I never played too much on either side of the matchup, but I'd have to imagine the large life gain threat was good against the deck. So I'm a little surprised it's uh, seemingly dropped off. Uh, Joe, you're the only one who I think has, like, played the deck. I don't know how the Cat Oven matchup is. Maybe if that's bad, that would make sense. And I think that deck's normally good against creature decks, so maybe that's why. Uh, the Jun Cat Oven decks are, were really tough for Gruel. You had draws yeah, that could beat them, figured. obviously, because you just had... I think the best best draw in Historic was in Gruel. Like, you could just kill on turn four. Um, yeah, I, I will say even Cat Oven seems underrepresented, though, because I do genuinely think it's the best deck by such a disgustingly, disgustingly wide margin. Wow. So, it's not even close to what the next best deck is. It is ridiculous. I don't know if you guys have been seeing this on ladder, like the, it's like the angel theme deck. Yeah. I play against it a lot. I play, I play against, against it a lot. I play against blue white, like three times as much as I play against anything else. Yeah. I've been and, playing against blue white control and green white angels a lot. Yeah. I play against angels a lot and I play against like oven a bit. Uh, angels, angel, angels are probably like top three deck I play against, which is kind of a tilt. Cause I keep wondering if people are actually going to play it in a real tournament. Right. Gruel can't beat the Angels deck, so I think it's a bad ladder matchup right now. You just have yeah, zero I outs could, to... I can see that, too. Like, the 1-4? Like, you just can't beat that card. <laughs> Gotta get the <laughs> Lava Coils there. Yeah, I guess. Lava Coil might be it. Interesting. So, I guess it's just people wanting to even try other cards, too, right? Like, it didn't pick up anything recently. Nah, right? There's, like, three playable cards in the anthology, so... Yeah, honestly, even, if that, <laughs> but, uh, but even uh, even from Caldheim, right? Like, did Caldheim even lend it anything? Well, no, nah, I don't think so. Uh, so maybe, nah. maybe, so maybe that's like really what it is. It's just like yeah. historic anthologies gains nothing. Caldheim gives it nothing. Like, there's just other things to to be trying out. Right, so. and the it turned the green white life gain deck to a fringe playable deck. To I play it every other round on ladder. Mm. Yeah, I play against it a lot. I said probably top three deck I played against, but blue white by like I, I play against blue white like yeah. one out of every two three matches. I don't even think it's the, no offense, Gary. I don't even think the blue white deck's that good in. Historic. Nah, I also I also seem to be a lot. I I lost the I laddered a bunch off stream last night with I finally built a good version of Shadow, and uh, 
I lost to Nassif, but aside from that, I've been in the last like, oh, 10 man. times I've fought. What are you, a thing. scrub losing to the top four magic honestly, player all time? <laughs> I honestly drew, I drew pretty horrific. <laughs> it, was, it was shockingly That's close. so good. It was shockingly, I drew terrible and it was shockingly close. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh, right, take so that let's, yellow hat. Let's get nah, nah, he rated he rate my stream with like 500 people. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. fire. Yes, yes. Yesterday, though, no, so, friend of the so, cast, friend of the yeah. cast. All right, he, he gets a pass for now. For we're now. not gonna, we're not gonna call him an ally yet, but no, just no, a friend. Not, not a friend, just a friend. It's a pass, a casual acquaintance of yeah. the cast. Yeah. <laughs> we're All right, so let's let's uh, let's talk about the first deck here. So we have the first link I sent was Mardu vehicles. Yeah. So an old, I too uh, basically played Mardu Vehicles on stream yesterday. Yeah. So how was it? Uh, mine was much different. It was a Death Shadow deck, and we were using the one drop uh, something Apprentice Kite Sail. It's like a one drop artifact, uh, automatically eclipses something when you play it, equips for two. If uh, you don't use that trigger, it gives something flying. So I was using the deck as Toolcraft Exemplar is a good one drop to get in damage for Scourge. Uh, the Artifact is a good way to give your Shadow and your Scourge lifelink. Spire of Industry is one of the best ways to make three-color Death Shadow work because it's a pain land that's also uh, mana-fixing. Uh, and Unlicensed Disintegration, also very good with Scourge the Skyclave. So a lot of big brain stuff mm-hmm. going on there. The deck was good. It did what it's supposed to do. It was probably just a little underpowered. but That's what it when... looked like when I saw the list on your Twitter. I was like, oh man, format uh, Historic be the best format if this deck was good. Like that's there, such a fun deck. Yeah, my last few shadow lists were mostly trying to trying to flex some big brain deck building muscles, and we had some cute stuff going on, some cool interactions, but uh, they were a little underpowered, which uh, was unfortunate. But I do think it could still be good. I have a list right now that I like. That uh, I may stream after we do this. If not, I'll do it tomorrow. So what did Mardu vehicles pick up? They got three bin inspector from three, three bin inspector. That's basically it. But that's a good one, right? So that was in the uh, the anthologies. Um, everything else, I think, at least in this list, was already in existence, right? Yeah, yeah. most likely. Okay. I do think my list was probably better than this deck, though. Did you play any showdown of the scalds? That's a cool. Uh, no, nah, I was I was I was playing Luris. Ah, gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, so, what do you? What's your? I guess your final verdict on the uh, on the deck? Would you? Would you sleeve it? As far as uh, basically meaning, would you? Would you burn the wild cards on arena, or would you? I already uh... have. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your your pot committed into a sleeve it here. <laughs> yeah, I'll mess around. I did actually like the deck. I'll mess around with it sometimes, but uh, nah. It's, uh, I, well. Also, Marty Vico is my first open win. Don't people don't forget about that. That's my oh. first open win. But uh, nah, I would leave it. Although I do like the deck. This list doesn't find license integration on the crazy. That card's so good. Yeah, big omission. So sleeve it as long as Andy J is building it. Leave it for this. List. <laughs> for, Next. Exper- for experienced pilots only. <laughs> yeah. Next we have uh, Raphael Levy's deck. He's calling yeah, he's it. Got he's got the colorless. Yeah. Yeah. He's calling it mono brown. Uh, so, what did we pick up? We got Cold Steel Heart out of Pro- uh, prob- from the anthology. It. 
And looks like that is it. Yeah. What do we think of this one? It seems really bad. It seems really bad. It doesn't do anything. I pl- I played against it with elves once. I attacked for four hundred damage. <laughs> like they seem so. They don't do anything for yeah. like four turns. Yep. Mm. They have no cards that cost. So the only card that costs one is Grafter's Cage, which does nothing. They have four rocks on turn two and three. Yeah, because one costs three. All right, so they got if they got eight rocks on two, then four rocks on three, then then just they got some Karns on four. But like that's so many turns to not do anything. Yeah, they their have... first their, their first turn that impacts the like their only play <laughs> that impacts the board. Their first one is four. And it doesn't even impact the board. Karn is like, I'll go get something out of no, my... Oh, yeah. Well, the one Karn can make like a 3-3. Three, three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is just like, I'll go grab Behold. something from my sideboard. And then she's like, die. What decks in Historic can't yeah. kill you on turn What's five? Your, your nut draw with this deck is turn one cage, turn two rock, turn three Karn, make a 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is an easy leave. Maybe he was like, I guess this is good against... Blue white. It's slower decks. Ah, yeah. It's a little, yeah, yeah. It's good against blue white, but probably maybe not. Slower. I don't know. You have four cancels. Cancels. Yeah, very I don't, good I don't against th- this deck. I don't think they have enough counter spells though, and they really don't yeah. kill you very fast. This deck's probably good against blue white, but you could lose. Yeah, like, the, like a like a early shark typhoon for like three or four, and then yeah. like some counter spell backups. They'll they'll get you. Yeah, this deck seems bad. With Cold Steel Heart and uh, like just a mana base that could support anything, I'm surprised to not see uh, Extinction Event in the sideboard. Like that seems like a pretty easy include that would be very good against the current field. Yeah, I don't really know why we're so committed to uh, playing zero. Right. Like you're allowed to play colored cards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just put like Spire of Industry. You already have Cold Steel Heart. Like. It's not that hard to just get one black mana. It's for the meme. You got to stick to the mono brown. That is true. Oh, yeah. and you it's have c- the world c- commander rules. Yeah, yeah, commander rules. There you go. Uh, all right. So I, I think leave is kind of where we're at with that. Yeah, yeah. For, for, for not even close. Okay. And this is so many wild cards. It's so many wild cards. <laughs> That's true too. I didn't even look at that, but yeah, every everything's a rare. A rare. Everything, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even the like, bad guy. Uh, that's like the primo. Like at least yeah. if it was like all mythic, it's a little easier to swallow. Yeah. But like, no, every, actually, all rare. No way. I need to make cages. I'm currently top 100 with weathered runestone on my board. Oh, that's a boy. That's a boy. Next up, we got blue white guys. I know how much you guys love that deck. So you said that you don't think blue white is very good right now. Why? Don't no, it, it is good. good. Uh, it's actually probably one of the best decks. It's just uh it's a, it's a very overplayed for how good it is, but but it is good. Yeah, it's it, good. It's a good. I think it's one of the only decks that's good against sack probably, and that's only because they main deck a bunch of like cages and they have a million rats and they sideboard more cards for it. Yeah, I would say this list in particular, unless it's your list, is not my favorite one. I would play more shark typhoons and cages main. Yeah, I yeah. also like Cage Main. I've been playing one. I also think Authority of the Consoles is very, very good. Like um, that yeah, alongside look, Seal Away. This list seems a little. Actually, I was about to say it's maybe a little better in the mirror than some of the other lists, but not even really. Uh, 
I mean, yeah. Narset in memory is very fun. Yeah, Nar- Narset's really good in the mirror. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But... I, I've they, also they have six seen... Ras. Six Ras is so many. Yeah. It's definitely a lot. I, I do like Doomscar a lot, though, in uh, in Historic. I think a yeah, lot of the decks that, that play Thoughtseize, um, you know, no. being able to just hide a Doomscar is, is super, super important. No, they have to play it, you know, turn two on the play, buy turn two on the play, or turn uh, one on the draw. Because if you get to hide a Wrath and you're an aggro deck, you're just done for it, right? I've been having a bad habit of just never assuming it's Doomscar. <laughs> you're just like, like oh they put they put a swords coming down here uh play all these get these down before the counter spell <laughs> yeah and then they get you i also don't like just one authority i know they're it's probably not huge on the ladder from what i've been seeing but like if you have authority against goblins or authority against elves i literally haven't I literally play. haven't played against goblins at all. Oh, really? Kind of. Yeah, I think it's oh. still fine. I I've been really playing against why. it a lot. Yeah, I played yeah. against it a good. I guess that's what ladder. Well, is I'm, such a, like I'm a mythic, huge... so maybe. Ooh, digs. <laughs> I'm, I'm in diamond one, kid. So chill out. I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> you mean green black poisons? Not the huge meta game. <laughs> like uh, I played. I did a YouTube video with that deck, and I went three and two. That's a winning record. So. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for those of you scoring at home <laughs> that's a 60 percent win rate not too, shabby. <laughs> not, too not, shabby. not too shabby if i say so myself uh so i i guess do you have a uh a, like a blue white list andrew i know you're usually nah. the, the deck list guy like do you have i would probably i i have been more impressed with the list with mindstones it's much scarier to play against uh when they just like threaten all their stuff faster, mm. I would just say whatever Nasif is playing. He plays it way more than everyone else. Yeah, I do. You think that I, I was thinking about uh, this? Do you think that the Gideon Pact and Negation thing, uh, if Blue White is like the big deck, it could swing into into that? I know that that was like it's where possible, we, where it, we started once upon a time. Like, do you think it's time to bring that back now that the meta is kind of shifted? It is probably good for the mirror. I would say no, though. Um, they are they are both good cards in the mirror. Uh, you can even safely get like a tail's end in there or something to stop mm. yourself from killing yourself if you need to. But uh, no, I would say no, unless you expect a ton of a mirror. But even at that point, I think just play more narsets or something. Gotcha. Uh, so leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd play blue white. All right. I'd personally never play it, but it does seem good. It's like I say, if you played the deck, you feel fine with your list. Just yeah, it's it's a fine deck to play. Yep. You're gonna have to change some stuff though. I don't think it's a deck you can like run your seventy-five week to week. Right. Right. Nope, that definitely makes sense to me. I think. Uh, yeah, I I just think that it has all the tools that it needs to thrive. It's just like you said, it's just, you know, which of those tools do you need from week to week? So I agree. Uh, Next, we've got Rakdos mid-range. Is this what we want to be doing in Rakdos in Historic? Uh, Let me see. It's like Magmatic Channelers, Hazarets on the top end. I had that list open. Uh, No. Yeah, this seems bad. This one seems bad. Yeah, I think Arcanist, just stock Arcanist is much better. If this is the plan you're trying to do. 
Yeah, I don't... Like, what is this hosing? Like, what is this good against? Creatures, probably. Yeah. Even though not really. Not not better than Arcanist. So, yeah. Arcanist... Turn one Thoughtseize, take your two-drop. Turn two, play Arcanist. You don't have a two-drop. Attack. Thoughtseize you again is unbeatable. Actually unbeatable. Yeah, Arcanist is good when it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. not like so, this this deck's like a little bit better against Graveyard Hate, but it's still bad. And it's like you still got channelers and croaks and stuff, and like it's, it's it's this this list is weak. We're leaving it. Next one though. We might leave with an asterisk. <laughs> uh so this one's mono green snow elves. What? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just to play the to play the two drop? Nope. Uh, looks no, like it's Haven. just to play Faceless Haven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably good. I think I played against uh, an Elfless playing Faceless Haven. Uh, Joe, how many lands does the Elf like the Elf deck play? Uh, I I'm at twenty one right now. I have seventeen forest and four. All right, so this plays twenty two with two Haven. Uh. Yeah, that's fine. You got to play them in place of spells. Um, you can't play the castles with them. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. No, nah, you can't castles play castles. One of your better hands. cards. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Also, get this fucking Toski out of here, and they don't have realm. How many? How many, Unless that, that they're in a different language. Is that the card thing? Realm but yeah, I'm is? guessing the thing behind. Uh, yeah, that's only three. Is... That's only three, though. You got to get four in there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't also play the Vivian main. I also really like the black cards in the sideboard. Like Thoughtseize yeah. is really important, I think. I boarded in a lot. I agree. Just I think Thoughtseize and like Push are good. Also, Zero, um oh, what's the Lord that makes a one one? Uh the the two 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 Imperious Perfect. Imperious Perfect. I, oh, that's one of my yeah. favorite cards to play. It's the Charles Gindy special, Proto yeah. Hollywood, right? Yes. So, uh, elves in historic sleeve, but we want to splash black for thoughts. He's in the sideboard. Yeah, I, th- I think elves is good. Yeah, yeah, I think elves is good. Um, I think it's good for a couple reasons. Allosaurus Shepherd, you can just it's very nice easily kill on turn four, just like very easily attack mm-hmm. for like thirty five. Yeah, someone just played. I did embarrassingly. I've played a lot of Allosaurus Shepherd, and on my stream yesterday, I thought it made them four fours. But I've Ooh. played the. I was literally the first person to yeah. be to put four in elves and call everyone else stupid. <laughs> and I love to make that point. And I'll continue to make it. <laughs> so we're sleeping elves. I next, would, yeah. Next, we've got Shadow Arcanist. So I guess uh, Andrew, this is your bread and butter on uh, at least on your uh, channel right now. Let me see. Um, is this Die Ninja or whatever? Yeah. Die Ninja. Uh, yeah. I, I four is a lot for this version of the deck. Uh, in this version of the deck, I was only gonna play two shadows. Okay. Uh, four is a lot because you don't really have. Yeah, but something like this is good. Also, you can't play two Spark Harvest without Young Pyromancer. That's insane. I was just about to actually yeah, the, call the, that to 
I, I, this version of the deck is fine. Um, I've messed around with it a bit. It is one of the safer ways to play Shadow currently. That being said, uh, yeah, I you can't you can't play two Spark Harvest without Young Pyromancers. Four Shadow is a lot, I think. Four what Crash through two with no Young Pyromancer also seems weird. It's, yeah, it's good with Arcana. It's good with Arcanist and Shadow. Um, I've been playing Crash through in a bunch of my list, but. I've recently stopped messing around with Arcana, so I do like or, or, this is like a fine shelf for it. Honestly, it's it's this is fine. This deck is decent. <laughs> we are. So I would leave it. I think these decks have like the most intricate and fun lines of play that available to you on Arena. What yeah, you... I would. I would play. So this is obviously close to like the decks I play. So, uh, I would play. I would. I would change some stuff. So, Joe, you just said that it lends itself to fun gameplay, right? So, speaking of... Oh, my God, no. The next Ban it. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> Release to the win Valky combo. So... I'm so tired of it. So I play against it a lot, and they never do anything. Oh, I played against this exact list yesterday, and I beat it on a multi four. <laughs> no, so, like, yeah, I'm actually being serious. Yeah, I played against this exact list yesterday, and it seems so terrible. I beat it on a multi four. So I just want to read what Release to the Wind does because I didn't even know that this card existed until it was happening to me. So this card is from Rivals of Ixalan, by the way. So this card has not been thought about in actual years. It is two and a blue for an instant. It says, Exile target non-land permanent. For as long as that card remains exiled, its owner may cast it without paying its mana cost. And what that means when you exile Valky with it, you get to just cast it for the Tybalt side for, you know, your your three mana uh, dumbass instant here. So that's that is literally all we're doing, and then we just play a whole bunch of, like, spell pierces and thought seizes to just protect the queen. And that's it. That's the combo. That's all you do. It seems really bad. But when they do it, Man, does it not feel good at all. It's just not fun. They can't yeah. be having fun. I'm not having fun. <laughs> they have to change the rule uh, to where, like, dual face modal cards anywhere other than your hand are only the front side. Yeah, I don't know how it's not that. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't particularly care, honestly. I think it's pretty disruptible. No, I'm not si- Andrew. I not it probably doesn't work eight out of ten times, but the two times it does work are just horrible games. That's fair, I guess. They're just so not fun. I'm <laughs> I played against it like two times in a row, and I had turn three uh, Tybalt three games. Stupid. So it sounds like you're both leaning towards leave it. Would you leave it because it is very bad, or would you leave it because you just hate it? <laughs> I just I hate it. I hate everyone that plays this. Uh, this list in particular is bad. There's no reason to like try and be like a shadow deck for no reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, there could be something here. I don't want to like write it off. There, there could be something here. I haven't seen a good list yet, but we're leaving it for now. Yeah, leaving it for now. Next up, we've got Racksack. So this one uh, looks like we got like Bomac Courier, then we play the Cat Oven thing. 
uh scrap heap scroungers midnight reapers pretty uh looks pretty stock honestly um i know you said that it was criminally underplayed was that in regards to the sack combo in general uh or was that uh like jun sack specifically over rack sack is it both of them what are your thoughts on the sacrifice decks uh jund is way better collected company is like the best card in the format literally if they just added green sources and collected company to this deck and cut like bomac carrier it's so much better they don't have to change mm. any other cards <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so uh best you're, you're standing by that andrew best deck in the uh in the format not even close yeah it's really not even close okay <laughs> so easy sleeve i know i'm sound like i'm probably like making it sound like it's not close so you're probably thinking it's not very close but then i want you to think <laughs> then i want you to think it's even further than that <laughs> and, and add more margin to it all right so easy sleeve next yeah, up I we've sleeve it. next up is also an easy sleeve we've got a uh, mono blue snow spirits what uh <laughs> what oh please let this deck be good what hell the yeah. hell is Andrew? What is this? Uh, like it's, that, mo- it's mono blue snow spirits. <laughs> what are you talking about? And, and like that, I mean, they, it seems like they were doing pretty good on ladder. They got up to one forty. It's not like uh, yeah, it's. You know, uh, I can see how the deck wins. It's not good, but I can see how it wins. So the mono blue tempo deck was always uh, an option. Right, it was always on the best of one ladder more than the best of three ladder uh, for historic. By an option, do you mean are you legally allowed to register all these cards and then queue into a match? Yes. No, that's <laughs> well. All right, I'll, I won't make my point. I'm just saying, selfless, <laughs> uh, whatever. Okay. Ascendant Spirit is a better Tetramander, or however you say it. Terramander. Terramander. Mm. Yeah, Ascendant Spirit's good. Uh this deck would be fine against like slower decks, um, decks that expensive removal, which is a lot of historic doesn't. Have, I've noticed historic doesn't have a lot of good removal. Um, that being said, uh, your sacrifice matchup seems mm. poor. Yeah, yeah. Impossible. yeah. I'm gonna say it seems poor. You, you are very soft to mayhem devil. Uh, you don't. Yeah. You have flying and stuff, so you're like, you, you, like maybe I, I could see how you win some games, but you're just bad against claim. You're terrible against Mayhem Devil, right? And uh, with Alice, Alisaurus Shepherd, I would say you would typically be good against an elf style, like a green creature deck. Ah, uh, yeah, not a Shepherd, that, a Shepherd, yeah. you're gonna get your shit pushed. In. Yeah, it's not mm. close. I played against. I think this exact list. So sleeve yeah. it or leave it, guys. We we've got some blue white control floating around. Obviously, it's going to do it. some work there. Yeah, it would be good against blue white. It's uh, yeah, probably some group. Probably yeah, some you green probably are there. shaking in your boots about this deck, right? I hate these the, these cards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, but we're leaving it. Thankfully, I don't have to worry what's, about this deck. What's that other snow two drop? Is it the thing that makes lands into four fours? Uh, I think so. Avalanche color, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, avalanche color. Mm, I would that's not rid- sleeve that one up. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Even the one of curiosity, it's just like we want five of these. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually that actually seems fine. No, I hate it. Maybe you want six? <laughs> Make it seven, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little confused on like it's five the right number. Who knows? 
All right. Well, I'm glad that you guys are leaning towards leave it. I'm good with that. Because <laughs> you don't I, play against. I, it. I do not want to play against that deck ever, ever in my life. Uh, last that we've got is Bant Angels. So you guys were actually talking about that a little bit before. Bant Party Angels. Let's I was just go. gonna say, and you get to play the Linvala Party card. So um, that's awesome. Is is this a deck? Is this real? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, th- I, in my personal opinion, I think this style of deck is single-handedly keeping Gruel players from sleeving up Embercleave and Blessing Beast and stuff. I mm. play against it a lot. I sometimes lose to it because I've been playing a lot of Scourge of the Skyclaves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, negative. <laughs> it's tough to play that card when they're at 42 life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played it like three times with my most recent list on. I beat it every time. And they're pretty soft to like Shadow Embercleave. Oh, that's that's your most recent update. Is you found a way to fit Embercleave into it? Yeah, I just I, I just added like we're just like a red black beatdown deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I I just think it's pretty insulated against uh, Thoughtseize. You have like a lot of cards that do very similar things. Obviously, Galactic Company still your best card. I think it approaches the game from an interesting uh, place and it's fun and different. And I, I love to see the party element, even though it's only one card, it's that's still fun to see a deck that is competitively viable, have party. Yeah, for sure. And if this deck is popular too, so like one of the decks that I actually didn't even mention from, uh, from being omitted is, uh, is mono red. We haven't, like there's no mono red lists that I've seen in in ladder. There was none floating around. Uh, yeah, I don't. Put, yeah, maybe the life gain deck. I don't play against any. Well, you could beat it probably if you just like main deck four for Asanon, throw some Tibbolt on the board. You probably beat on. You probably beat up on mm. it. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So I guess for this list, would we would we sleeve this or leave this? We'll we'll tie a bow on this thing first. I'm not gonna play it. People seem to like it and do well with it, but I like I still think it's a fucking gimmick. Yeah. I have a lot of these cards because uh I built the green white life gain deck for ladder, uh like I guess two months ago now. So I'm probably gonna try it once I get bored of uh elves. Got it. So we're so we're you don't get bored of I've been playing elves for Seven, eight years. I ain't get bored of it. No, yeah, I'm not even close to getting bored of it. Like, Elvish Archdruid is creeping up my top favorite cards of all time. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't even play, you don't even play Visionary. No, I don't play Visionary. Nah, that's ridiculous. Kind of elf deck doesn't play Visionary. It's legal too. I could play it. Yeah, I get why it's not good in the deck. You don't got like Heritage Druid or Symbiote, but it might be better than the the Elite card. Uh nah. Based on based on what the deck's trying to do, it's not. It's not. Cause what? Cause the upside of elves generally is you want it to be two elves, but then that card already is. Yeah, for less mana. Right. So let's let, so let's tie a bow on historic. So we're getting ready for the SCG satellites this weekend. They're historic. Um you said that the Jun sacrifice deck is head and shoulders above every it's, everything it's else. It's so good, yeah. But if you had to, all right, so that's that's S tier. So if you had to label out a uh, an A tier, what would 
let's go with three decks. What 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 are the other th- other three decks that you should be prepared for going into uh, into this weekend? Blue white control. Uh, what else we got? Rakdos Arcanist. And there's like I I would say those are the next tier, and then the next tier would be like Aura's Gruel, maybe the Angels deck. If I was trying to metagame, I'd personally just like find a good I would find like a good mid-range deck. Maybe you're like uh just something that can play a bunch of Yashron and also be blue white. Maybe like mm. a Naya deck. I don't. I don't really know. I would. I would have to. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to build it in two days and waste nine million wild cards getting there. Right. But uh, but if nice. I was really trying to metagame for this whole and like absolutely, I, I'm committed to just playing Shadow. I'm gonna stream the event, trying to uh, try and win it the hard way. But uh, if I was trying to metagame, I'm playing an aggro deck, like an aggro mid range deck, something that will be blue white, and then also just four Yashira on main deck. That's what, that's what I'll be doing. I'm into it. All right. Joe, you going to play this weekend or what? I might draft. I don't know about an SCG. Because I don't, I don't love uh, my sideboard plans for anything with elves. So I don't think I would do it. And that's really my only uh, historic option right now. But I would say, I think if you think a lot of blue-white is going to be you, I'll write you. I'll, I'll, I'll literally build a sideboard for you and come up with a guide. All right, then I might play Andrew. If All right, that, I got you. That'd be awesome if you could do that. Um, Sweet. I would say uh, the blue white decks as of now don't play around, or I guess you put them in a lot of spots where they can't afford to play around heroic intervention, and all it takes is one of those to resolve, and you win every game. Yep. Yep. It's a pretty big swing. And it's easy. It's also it's nice with company that you can leave up mana like kind of free. Yeah, right. And with Allosaurus Shepherd, it just says green spells resolve. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't it. even. Uh... I'm excited. I'm actually excited for this. These historic. Sessions. Yeah, if if you guys you guys got a queue, and then like I said, I'm gonna stream the event. Where you guys can hop on calls in between rounds. I will yeah. absolutely be doing that then. So, yes. Sounds good. That's fun. We can actually use the Discord for something. Yeah. Other than our buddy I talk, John. I've talk, yeah, I was about to say, I've talked about chess with John for like 10 minutes. So He thinks you're going to be nasty. Are you a master? No, nah, I've played a tiny bit. I'm like not terrible for how little I've played, but no, nah, I really haven't played very much. Hmm. Like He would probably crush me. It sounds like he plays a lot. His like rating is actually good. Yeah, he and he's climbing pretty fast. Yeah. He'll probably slow down now that he has like an actual job. But what are you? When he was just DJing, he was he was playing a lot of chess. <laughs> you guys ready for Wheel of Fortune? Hell yeah! Born ready. Wheel of Fortune. This took way too long. I'm gonna start with that to, uh, to, put, to put together. Uh, well, so- I mean that's that's subject that's uh, that's subjective, right? If I enjoy it, I'm I'm gonna. Say it took the appropriate amount of time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, you, you know how we roll on the MTG Brew Crew. We bring you an original freaking game every single goddamn week. You know, I I had to start thinking out of the box. I didn't want to like run through another flavor of trivia or, um, you know, a, a spelling bee or you know all these all these awesome ideas that 
you know, we, we run back every once in a while. It's like, you know, let's, let's do something brand spanking new, you know, fresh. So now are we guessing Pokemon's height? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not this time when, uh, maybe after this though, cause I'm pretty sure I used all my brain cells to, to make this <laughs> before we start. I just do want to point out how respectful I've been this podcast where at several points I've wanted to make COVID-19 jokes in order to <laughs> have an excuse to drink. But I'm like, God, oh, no, Gary's wife is pregnant. And I probably, what if something happens? That would be so bad if I'm just making light of it. Yeah, people, cool. people, people listen. A lot, lot, lot of people, bad things have happened. So I've been very respectful. So I just, uh, I just want to make that clear. So give myself a honestly, pat on the back. perfect segue since you're always keeping score. Uh, we we have another game that's that's going to be keeping score. So, uh, so what I have for you guys, and we'll figure out who's going to go first. I put Do we have to know the scores of the old games? No. Oh, that would be a good one. That would be funny. <laughs> and it would probably all be 15 based on Joe's math uh, <laughs> quiz. Um, I have two choose-your-own-adventures mapped out for you guys. I can see how this took a while. This took a while. And uh, so there's always there's going to be... You know, little story, little storyline. Then there's going to be a decision that you have to make based on the decisions that you make. You have five decisions that you're going to have to make. Uh, those have a certain point value assigned to them. And then obviously, whoever has the most points wins. If it ends in a tie, I will figure out a tiebreaker, I guess. Um, it, <laughs> Not previously prepared. If it ends in a tie, I'm going to be pretty upset because it's like th- these are like coin flips, you know? It's yeah. like if you guys end up flipping five of the same exact quarters, like I'm going to be pretty goddamn annoyed. <laughs> so, so I sent Joe a snippet of how Andrews starts. So just because Joe already has a, uh, a taste of what's going on, I'm gonna start with yours, Andrew. We'll start. Right. With, we'll start with you first, all right? So again, it's gonna be reading little bits of of story, and then it will be very clear when it's time to make a decision, all right? All right. And then uh, as we go, I will let you know what your choices points were worth, and then we'll we'll tally everything up at the uh, at the end. All right, Andrew. So here we go. So you open your eyes. You're lying on the ground in the snow. You immediately sit up. It, to take in your surroundings and realize you're sitting halfway up a mountain, part of a continuous mountain range. You are fortunately dressed for such an occasion, but you have absolutely no recollection of how you could have possibly gotten to this point. The wind is whirring about, dragging snow in each direction. After one particularly large gust, a large rock with a glowing emblem is exposed. You aren't sure why, but the soft glow comforts you and the emblem somehow feels familiar. Do you... Move on to looking for other clues or go and examine the emblem. I would examine the emblem. All right. Mm. So that, so that <laughs> Joe already knows what not doing that does. So that's funny. So that was good for, uh, for two points. As Andrew right. continues to trudge through the snow, the emblem gleaming off the rock continues to brighten. Andrew's instincts tell him to touch the emblem. So he does. The emblem's glow immediately dissipates and recedes back into the rock. A rumble begins underneath Andrew's feet, and another large gust of wind howls. The rock disintegrates, reveals a staircase spiraling down into the belly of the mountain. Andrew begins his descension. It's incredibly dark, so Andrew must navigate the steps by feel only. Andrew can feel that he has hit the last step and is now on stable ground. A green glowing ball of light continues coming towards him. 
After a few seconds, a red glowing ball of light continues towards him. Eventually, the they are one. both. Eventually, they are both hovering in front of his face. Do you pick the green or the red? You pick the red. So red is good for one point. Fuck you. <laughs> the, the ball explodes into an aura around you and if you are car- as if you were carrying a lantern you can see about 30 feet out in every direction now better than what your scenario was so upon being able to see you are startled to see someone is actually standing in front of you as quickly as you are startled you are then immediately grinning from ear to ear elvish visionary you say so, <laughs> so i'm obviously so happy that we were talking about that in the start <laughs> elvish visionary says indeed the two mana one one who probably drew a card earlier i have been hiding down here ever since you stopped bringing me to irl events andrew it is good to see you again andrew gulps and keeps listening intently the visionary pulls around the object from his pocket and presents it to you it's a wiffle ball let's play if you get me out once, I would fucking smoke him. <laughs> if you get, if you get me out once, I will get you out of here. But if I score, I won't deal. They he <laughs> Elvish visionary grabs their bat and gets in their batter stance, indicating that they are ready to go and declares two strikes as an out. Do you start with a fastball or hit them with the off-speed stuff? Ooh, that's a trick question. I throw, I, th- I throw a fucking heater, <laughs> a heater of a slider. Right. That shit, that shit's eighty end breaks. <laughs> so, do you want me to go with fastball or off speed? I'll go with the fastball. All right. So, fastball was one point. So, Elvish Visionary lo- hits a liner over your head for a double. Nah, there's no shot. They got fucking twigs for arms. <laughs> <What? laughs> well, that's the thing. You throw so hard that you did all the heavy lifting for Elvish Visionary here. So that's for fair. the next for the next pitch, now do you go fastball or off speed? All right, so so if the last pitch was like eighty. We're going up to ninety here. We're fucking reaching back everything in the tank. We're going, we're yeah, going Elvis high. Heat. We're going he's got that heat. Ted Williams body. He might. We're be going, a... we're going, we're going high heat, and then we're gonna set. We're get, we're gonna set up for off speed on the next pitch. So, uh, you said off speed on this one? No, nah, we're going high heat. Oh, high heat. Okay, all right. So fastball is three points here. So Elvish Visionary pops up right to you, completely undoes the uh, the double because you only because they got under out. it because I threw it high. That's it. So Elvish Visionary transaction <laughs> doesn't make sense, but whatever. Whatever. So Elvish Visionary is out. Uh, so Elvish Visionary comes up to you and says, "This was honestly just so much fun to see you again. That regardless of the result, I was going to help you out. We're buds, of course!" exclaims Elvish Visionary. However, there is one more decision for you to make. They wave their hands, signaling for you to follow. They lead you to two doors. One of these doors leads you deeper down into the guts of the mountain. There is said to be a treasure so expansive that thousands of explorers have lost their lives looking for it. The other door, well, I can't even say what's behind that one. Is the second one at least a way to get home? Andrew asks. The elvish visionary smirks, does not answer. They raise their eyebrows at you, prompting for you to pick. Do you choose the door on the left or do you choose the door on the right? Uh, I don't remember which one was between one and two. I'm going, I'm going left. So door on the left is three points. That's the last decision that you had to make. So door on the left. You slowly open the door and see another descending staircase. On the very top step is a gold coin. You pick it up and the door immediately slams shut. You hear the faint laughter of the elvish visionary followed by, I love you, Andrew. Good luck. And that is three. I love you too, too, buddy. (laughs) 
so six, seven, eight, nine. So ten points for uh, for Andrew on his adventure, and that is left that way to be continued if I ever decide that I can write another chapter of this. Another <laughs> choose your own adventure Hardy Boys novel. <laughs> <laughs> I love just hamming it up. Like I was honestly like cry laughing writing that. Like just <laughs> Andrew, Andrew playing wiffle ball with his favorite magic card of all time was just absolutely destroying me. All right, Joe, you ready for your adventure? I really liked that there were magical orbs, and then they were like, "And a wiffle ball." <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to make it into all... Andrew's adventure. I know. You know? And we all perked up at wiffle ball. Like the magic is whatever, but a wiffle ball. <laughs> I also like, uh, you know, the the game's physics. It's like Elvish Visionary with the spaghetti arms. That... No. He's got that Ted Williams <laughs> body, man. He might he might have some chops. <laughs> oh man! All right, Joe, you ready? Yeah. So, Joe, you awake in a damp, poorly lit cave. You have no recollection of how you could have gotten here, but you see a faint light ahead, about a hundred feet of you. You hear rumbling overhead, but you aren't sure what to make of it. Do you stay put and assume help is on the way, or do you head towards this light? Head towards the light, even though 100 feet is pretty far. I've been kind of <laughs> sedentary. All right, so that was good for two points. Uh, so as Joe gets closer, the light becomes more and more faded. Uh, Joe quizzically stares at the faint glowing ball of light dangling in the air. He carefully looks at it to see if anything is attached, but it doesn't seem to be. Now, do you touch the ball of light, or do you keep on moving? I would touch the ball of light. So that's good for three points. So the ball of light unravels into a fairy ready to assist Joe on his adventure. Joe is now headed down a narrow pathway with a light literally at the end of the tunnel. Can't be that narrow. Just going to be honest with you. (laughs) Joe emerges from the dank cave now on looking a beautiful shimmering grotto. See what I did there? Joe is so thirsty from the adrenaline rush of all of this that he sprints to the grotto, cups his hands, and takes a big slurp of the water. What do you think you're doing, Joe hears, but does not see anyone? I'm talking to you. Why are you eating me? A water elemental emerges from the water (laughs) of the grotto and sizes you up. Do you apologize or take a swing at it? I apologize. It's just a, you know, know, perfect misunderstanding. (laughs) It was was him or her. So apologize is one point. Uh, you uh, say you're you say you're sorry, but the water elemental isn't buying it. They're in they're in your tummy and they're mad as hell about it. The water elemental gears up and goes to unleash a massive hydro powered punch on you when one of the greatest mana producers of the avian variety swoops in with a nice loud call, startling the elemental. It's birds of paradise, I and there it. is so many reinforcements coming. As the birds dart in and out of the elemental, one after the other, you look around for where your next move should be. You feel the ground beneath your feet rumble, and what you thought was a tree next to you was, in fact, now starting to move. Joe, I haven't seen you since M12 was printed. How have you been? Asked the tree folk. Dungrove Elder Joe squealed. Ah, you remember me, but no time for talk. We need to get get you out of here, said Dungrove Elder. As you are both running away, you are met by Garrick, a man who has a very sharp axe primed just for cutting trees, of the he- even if they have hexproof keywords. <laughs> you, you both stop in your tracks. Do you offer to join Garrick, sorry, Dungrove Elder, or hop on Dungrove's back and stampede forward? Dungrove 
won me 250 bucks, so I'm going with Dungrove. <laughs> so hopping, hopping on Dungrove is good for three points. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and so Dungrove gets a huge energy boost from your loyalty, and you stampede right over Garrett, crushing every single bone in his body. Dungrove apologizes that you had to even see that. You keep riding away from the commotion until you are met with, with an intersection. While you're making your way there, Dungrove mentions that he could possibly use your help, but only if you wanted to. One path leads to a seemingly never-ending forest, while the other appears to lead in a completely unknown leads to a completely unknown town. Dungrove takes you from his back and lays you on the ground. Do you tell Dungrove you're going to the forest with him, or do you head into town to see what awaits you there? Well, I'm definitely helping out my Dungrove elder. Like he's he's my dude. So. Uh- I'm so obviously you guys forest. obviously you guys are BFFs. So yeah. Dungrove picks you back up, places you on his back, and begins marching into the forest for your next chapter to be continued. How much so, was that worth? Uh that was good for three points. That what the cool. fuck? Eleven <laughs> eleven ten. That's rough, Andrew. Should have should have started with the off speed, you know? <laughs> so yes, eleven points for Joe, ten for uh for Andrew Joe. You uh you chose your own adventure and you uh you ran. This up game the score. was incredible. This uh, is so awesome, Gary. <laughs> so I left both of them as cliffhangers just to uh continue them as as time goes on. But uh, I tried to obviously play to cards that you guys would uh would like to tr- um, try to tie it into things in, birds, uh, in your Dungrove. lives. Oh man. You like the visual of the, the birds of paradise just swooping in and fucking up a water elemental? Love it. Love it so much. <laughs> like like there are a bunch of O-1s, Joe. Do you understand yeah. the flavor being off the charts here? <laughs> All they could do was dart through them. They couldn't actually do anything. <laughs> Put a I lot of work I, into here. <laughs> I think I was like getting yelled at from my stomach because I drank a water <laughs> elemental. <laughs> So yes, that uh, I'm just uh, well. I'm disappointed by the result. I'm just glad to see you're making use out of your quarantine. Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's so perfect. <laughs> yes, I'll. Uh, I, honestly, just as like a, a funny like thing, I'll put both choose your own adventures into the uh, into the show notes so that you can yeah. see what you can see what the alternate options would have been had you've have chosen so those. Was fifteen the max? Was there like a three point answer at each turn? Uh, so the first one, if you chose, like, both of them had, like, a stay put and just play it way too safe. like, lost. You you were dead right from there. That was zero points. And then the other one, uh, the other option from there was, uh, was two. And then the other ones were always between one and three. Gotcha. Um, from, uh, from there. Um, it was kind of interesting, like, to even write it, because it was just, like, you have to be able to make both scenarios play out in a way where my next paragraph still makes sense no matter what if that yeah. makes sense you yeah, know? yeah yeah so because you didn't want to write like 10 things you just don't right. want to write five choices yeah. it, it, exactly so it was just like sometimes it was just like oh i just want to do this because that's really funny and then it was like no nah, i can't do that because then that needs like a whole that, yeah. it needs a whole other like decision tree now <laughs> like i can't do that i mean um, andrew i know you hate losing but i actually have my favorite game that i've created yet yeah i remember you were really excited for it yeah so So. i want to do this when peter's on and just both his first options lead to him dying (laughs) 
<laughs> just like Pete, do you stay put or stay put? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he picked stay put. You're dead, dude. That's all. Awesome. You Sorry. trip and fall. <laughs> all right, all right, Peter. Because I like you, I'll give you. I'll give you a read. There. What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, just kidding. You died. You died again. Dungrove Elder was so mad at just you. He was so nice to Joe. But... After he killed Garrick, he killed you. <laughs> Fom- Fulminator Mage and Inverter of Truth. <laughs> yes. There we go. There we go. That's that's honestly that's a good note. If I Peter's if getting I a tattoo right now, is he getting another magic card? Is he getting what, what other magic cards? Peter like is, is he, he getting Nahiri? Peter getting a full oh, Nahiri piece on it. Full Nahiri back. Piece. I didn't ask him what he's doing. Yeah, I was about to say he's getting a full Nahiri back piece, summoning Emrakul. <laughs> oh, dude, Nahiri with like her arms up in the sky, Emrakul's like tentacles coming off of Pete's back. Now, no matter what the tattoo is, I'm gonna be disappointed. If it and then bad. also in that back piece, me and Blight Agent are just fucking running around <laughs> Peter in circles. <laughs> it has like the poison symbol at nine, but it's like nine <laughs> check marks, but it's about to get the tenth one. <laughs> it's uh, it's Patrick Sullivan just wagging a finger while explaining. <laughs> The sheer dupery that's going on. All right, let's. Uh, so I'm glad that you guys like that. That uh, I, like I said, it took an embarrassing amount of time, so I'm glad that it was at least slightly enjoyable. Let's uh, let's sign this show out, Joe. You had uh, you had something fun. Yeah. So um, you know, obviously with uh, Death Shadow being in the anthology, uh, it brought back. We talked about it the last show. Uh, you know, Andrew versus Jim, and how Jim has kind of been designated as like the Goblin guy with Mock Monday. And he's been challenging other content creators. Once, you know, once was Andrew with Death Shadow. I was wondering, you know, like, Andrew, for first question, would you say Death Shadow is, like, your signature archetype? Probably. Yeah, I think it's the most, like, in line with my play style. It's a deck I've played a lot. I think it's the deck I've personally had the most, like, uh, innovations that resulted in... Stockness, if however you want to say that, like my innovations led to just like uh, ubiquity or like right. uh, universal yeah. change, like change yeah, yeah. made or adopted universally. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Gary, I think I know your answer, but you might surprise me. Do you have a signature <laughs> archetype? The Azorius Big does have an, an archetype. <laughs> Bearing so, the lead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean blue white control. I, I I force it to uh, to clearly a fault. Although I don't know how much of it is really a fault anymore with uh, a, a with an arena economy. You're kind of priced into you know what you like and, and and smashing your head against the wall with it. But the reason that like I even uh, you know would say that that's my my favorite archetype in general is just uh, I, I've always like whether it was sports, whether it's playing in games, I've always liked eliciting the reaction as opposed to anything else like people just hate losing the control deck so much and like just that just the sheer like anger and the 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 way people get upset about losing to control decks just always made me gravitate towards it so um i i just yeah i don't know that just being able to piss people off that was always the easiest way to piss people off and uh, you know, just being able to cast some uh, some counter spells and having like one win con in your entire deck and like trying to figure out like when the right time is to uh, to do that one particular thing. 
Pearl uh, Lake Ancient. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> just always, yeah, stuff like that just always resonated with me. I don't know why. It's just uh, it, that that is fun to me. And like control decks in general, too. It's like Andrew talks about it, obviously, a bunch where it's just like you want to be able to just, you know, continually tweak, uh, you know, play the deck that, that you like the most, that you know the best, and then continually tweak it. I've always just had the easiest time with control decks doing that. Um, so uh, th- there's, you know, just a, a few reasons why, you know, I, uh, I would always gravitate towards, towards that. So great. Incredible. How, how about you, man? What, what, you have so many flavors of green. Which one do you think defines right. the best? So I, I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of a cop out cause I don't have like a specific trope that I follow, but I do like green creature decks, I guess would be mine from, uh, I've been playing gruel a lot of the last this most recent standard format all throughout historic the last few seasons i'm trying to play elves now uh i my the deck that i won the most with was uh valica with primeval titan and then mono green dungrove elder uh back when delver was the biggest deck (laughs) i didn't want to buy guys to saint draft you know being 19 or whatever so i just played dungrove elder and the the fight bear guy he was like one green one one walled yeah tracker tracker. yeah i love that card exactly right um and birds of paradise like gary mentioned is my my favorite card like it's not close to uh no no other card is even really close to that so i love uh green creature decks that'd be mine Hear that, Jim? We're coming for you with our gimmicky shit. Yo, we, Andrew. I know me and Gary aren't nothing. Like we're not, you know, <laughs> we're 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 scum. We're pawn scum to content creators like you and Jim. But you should run it back. But Jim has to play each of us in a different format. You know what I'm saying? Like he could play against <laughs> like a Mog Monday where he has to play goblins in every format, but we he likes play. doing his little like Photoshop thumbnails. He can put us on the Harry Potter dog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. What? He just has to take on the, the whole brew crew. Yeah. <laughs> that might be a great idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so in. That'd be really funny. Well, they were sitting around playing their magic cards. At least that's what I assume they do. And then someone went out and bought some microphones, and that's how they be The MTG Brew Crew, the MTG Brew Crew, the MTG Brew 